Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey, and we're going to finish up our rankings shows this week with wide receivers and tight ends. As we've done all week, I'm skipping the intros, Jeff. Everyone can know where to find us. FantasyFootballProfit.com, all the good stuff. Wide receivers, tight ends. No surprise, probably at number one, or unless you made some kind of different move. Yeah, Antonio Brown, let's move on. Yep, Antonio Brown, number one again. It's pretty simple. He's going to be our number one probably every week. I don't care if he's playing Thursday. He's going to be fine. I'm. There's no concerns there. So the real story starts at number two. Who do you got number two this week? Number two, I got A.J. Green. Okay. He's going against Denver, but the, the guy has been too uh, Yeah, he's been too good. And, and Denver hasn't been as, as, you know, shut down as they once were thought of. No, they've had two bad weeks in a row, so I'm not as concerned. I put AJ Green number three. I did go DeAndre Hopkins number two because I feel like he's the only option there in Houston right now. That's it. They're just throwing the ball to him, and that's pretty much all they're doing. Yeah. Throw the ball to Hopkins and see what happens. And I have him at three. It does worry me with the quarterback. I mean, at some point you think that all you're going to do is try to shut him down. Yep. But it hasn't happened yet, so he's up there. Yep. So, yeah, those are the top guys, I think, right now. Hopkins has become the top guy. He is the top guy in the year, I think, so far. He's actually ahead of Antonio Brown, which a couple of game, a couple of big weeks. But even I thought he would be more of a downgrade without Watson, but I don't think it's hurt him. It's hurt everybody else. But he's still able to get his, which has been good to see for the Hopkins owners. All right, so who rounds out your top five? All right, number four, I actually have Elshon Jeffrey. Okay. Higher than I've had him pretty much all year. And uh, number five, I have Michael Thomas, who has not really been able to get in the end zone a whole lot, but he's been very solid with yardage, and that offense is just humming along right now. So I like him at number five against Washington. I went with Mike Evans, number four, and I went with Doug Baldwin, number five. That's why I went with there. Alshon for me is number 10, and Michael Thomas is number six for me. There's a Once you get past basically the Brown Hopkins green at this point, it's kind of a, I feel like you can mix and put the guys all kinds of different places right now. So, I mean, I like the way Alshon's played here. Hopefully that'll, you know, keep up with, you know, him looking good. It's been pretty impressive the last two weeks, or, you know, the bye week. The, the first one happened with just basically one big bomb of a touchdown. This the or the what fifty two yard touchdown he had last week though there was actually something they were looking for him which was really nice to see so I would say the rest of my top ten here I actually went Tyreek Hill number seven which is probably the highest I've ever had him ranked Michael Crabtree number eight Julio is my ninth and then Alshon was my tenth what else you got up there I have a uh, Tyreek in number six actually okay um, you know his boomer bust he's coming after bye so I don't know which one it's going to be. Yeah, um, I, you got to put him up there. I have uh, Baldwin at seven. He's just kind of humming along as you know Russell Wilson's attached to him. I do have Dez at number eight. Um, he has a good matchup. I feel like they're gonna have to throw more, but you know he. I, I feel like I just keep being wrong on him. He's always a little lower than I want to put him. But then I have Brandon Cooks once again. He's just very very solid. Julio at ten um, against a tough Seattle team. He hasn't been able to get into red zone. He, he's safe, but once again, he, I don't think he has great upside, doesn't feel like. Yep, and then I, for Dez, I put Dez 11, so he's right there, and I put Cooks 12. They're they're all right there for me. They're fine options. I feel like this week, actually, there's a little bit more options than I'm used to, I guess, at wide receiver. There's not the top-end options, but these middle-tier guys, this kind of group is getting better, I feel like. 
there's more guys you feel comfortable with that could jump up there, kind of mix and match where you put them. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I, I feel relatively safe, um, you know, kind of, I would say through 20, well, through like 15 to 20. Yeah. This is, um, in there, I feel really, really safe. No, I, I agree. I kind of think there's some good options on here. I'll say round up my top 15 after I went Cooks 12. I went Diggs 13. I went Thielen 14. I went Demarius Thomas 15. And those guys can be – you could put them down there. You could have put other guys ahead of them. So I can see them being anywhere. So what other – some other guys down there for you? Yeah, I actually went Sterling Shepard at 11. Okay. Um, I loved what I saw last week. I think they're going to have to pepper him with the ball going against KC. Um, Juju, I have him at number 12. Um, oh. was, once again, I'm just riding the trend here. Then I have Mike Evans at 13. Um, usually I have him a lot higher, but uh, with the quarterback kind of situation and him coming off a of suspension, I, I'm – uh, putting him down a little farther than I usually would. Then Demarius, uh, and then Crabtree at 15. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a big mixture right now, mm-hmm. I feel like, between these players. Like, anybody from four to almost 20, it's weird. Like, it, you can make an argument for either spot. Cause, like, for me, Juju's 20th, but I could have him higher. I really could. I'm still putting him there because I don't really know why, honestly. <laughs> I guess I want to see, I want to see something more, one more. It's my weight. I haven't said that much this year, but. I got to see one more week. I just got to see it one more time. I really do. I got to see it one more time from him. Yeah, right. And Sterling Shepard's 17 for me, which that's, that's playable. It's You have him, what, 11, you said? Mm-hmm. But either way, 17 is still a wide receiver, too. It's still you're playing him. That's what I'm telling you to do. I just don't know exactly what to expect. But Kansas City hasn't been that great of a pass defense, which for some reason seems to get lost. I think people seem to think they are a good defense when you think about it. When people talk about it, it's been Chiefs seem to be a good defense, but they really haven't been. They nothing impressive pass wise, so I don't know. There's a lot of these guys though. They're all playable. They're all. I think there's a lot of decent options. I just I don't know <laughs> where to rank them and who to say should be ahead of them. And but the chances are though, chances are you're not really making a decision of start or sit between a lot of these guys unless you drafted really well. Then you you might be, but I'm gonna you know we'll just let people know it's a big mixture. <laughs> so. After you get out of this group of guys, like, well, okay, Keenan Allen, did he make it into this group for you, or is he beyond the top 20? Actually, no, he's at 25 this week. Okay. I'm usually really relatively high in him, but he's going against Buffalo. Um, he's just, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I just uh, I thought there was a lot of other people that had good matchups. And, and let's be honest, Keenan Allen has been a safe pick, but he hasn't been overly dominant you know, either. So I think 25 is – relatively a fair ranking for him. I put him at 22 because I need to see some more from him. There hasn't been the volume I hope from him this year yet. It it quite hasn't quite happened like that, which has been a disappointment, but he's still decently playable. It's just not been great, which maybe we'll start to see some of that if he has better matchups. But what about like Marvin Jones? We had him higher last week in top 10. After he did nothing, did you drop him way down? What are you doing with Marvin Jones? I mean, yeah, you know, he did take a hit. I, I, because you're going to Chicago, I don't know why. I just, in my head, I, I put him at 19. So, obviously, he's still a wide receiver, too. But I, I still have him above Tate. I have Tate at 21. I, okay. I think it's just going to be more of a spread-it-out game. And usually with Chicago, those kind of games are a little more low-scoring. So, you know, I, it's really at that point I'm trying to predict who's going to catch a touchdown. I went Jones 21. I went Tate 16. Okay. And, you can you can mix them up. Right. It's it's hard to say. Tate to me seems more consistent, but Jones feel like he has the more potential for the bigger touchdown games. That's kind of what seems to be with these guys. Which is just it's still crazy to me that he just didn't get targeted last week. 
I didn't expect that after the way he'd been playing. Just and you wonder if if they if they key on him a little more because he was they, doing they, so well. They I think they did, and they don't have to throw to anyone in particular. So I, I think you know Stafford still had a good game. He still put up his you know three touchdowns or whatever. So it kind of shows they're they're kind of playing. Hey, if you're going to overplay someone, we'll just go to the other guys. No, I think that's pretty much what it was. They're they're not going to throw or force it to one guy, and that's exactly what happened with that. And they don't need to. They have other options. So why force it? What about? Devonte Adams, another one I want to bring up because he actually looked okay with Hunley, but he, he is, it, okay. is it a, is it a tr- any any trust there? I don't I don't think it's going to be a continuous trend. I, I have him at twenty seven. Um, so do I. Oh yeah, so I have him twenty seven. I I don't trust anyone in Green Bay's wide receiving core right now. Uh, I'm just I'm completely off of him. And the the crazy part is I actually have. Uh, I think I have him above Nelson. I do, too, by nine spots. I have Jordy yeah. down 36. I don't know what it is, but Adams has become the target there. It, okay, is he better than Jordy Nelson right now? Is it is that a possibility that he's actually better than Jordy Nelson? And the reason Jordy Nelson was still up there is because him and Rodgers just have this connection. Jordy Nelson is about 32, 33 years old now. Is it possible that Adams is better than him? And we just haven't seen it before because of Rodgers. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm thinking it could yeah. be. I, I honestly, I, I don't think so. I think I it's because know. he's going against number one. You know, know. The, the best coverage. I think people are. You know, I think Jordy's losing a step. Yeah, he might. He might have. But and yes, it definitely helps to have Aaron Rodgers. But Jordy can't get it done without the one of the best quarterbacks of all time on his team. But DeAndre Hopkins can get it done with Tom Savage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we've seen like well, one game from eh. AJ Green's got it done with Andy Dalton his whole career. You know, it's not good. Yeah, I think that's a hard argument I don't know. to make. I don't know. Jordy Nelson. I think Jordy, I think Jordy Nelson next year is going to be like – he's going to be my top fall-off player of next year. Yeah, I mean, that's fair, though. He will be an older player. I don't know. I just think there's – I think he – okay, I'm not going to say he's done, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, not with Aaron Rodgers there. I mean, he will still be productive, <laughs> uh, you know, if he decides to play, I guess. <laughs> what about Corey Davis? Have you taken an interest in Corey Davis yet, starting to move him up, or is he still way down there? Uh, he's still with. I mean, I have him at 34, so he's just outside the starting realm for me. Um, but you know, that's just him slowly moving up as he gets more and more targets. So yeah, there's, I could easily name 30 people that would rather play instead of him. But you know, as soon as he looks like he's gotten his full stride, he can jump up in there. Yeah, I put him 31st. I, I just think you're going to see a little bit more every week from him. Maybe this week isn't the week on the the short week going against you know Pittsburgh on Thursday night. Maybe not, but I'm still. I think there's some. I think he could be doing something. So I'm going to keep moving moving him up a little bit as we go. Then the rest of the players after you get down to that level, I'm not really. Yeah, I don't really care. I don't. I don't. I just honestly don't. A lot of these they're boomer bust type guys that you just don't know yeah. what to expect from. Where do you have uh, two guys that I would like to know mm-hmm. where you have them at? Where do you have? Both Adam Thalen after his big week, and then the other guy to look for is Robert Woods after yep. a few good weeks. I put uh, Thalen is 14th, so he's top 15 option. He's wide receiver two. Not going to ever probably put him up in that top 10. He might be close to it, but I think this is about – I'm going to put him and Diggs next to each other probably all the time. And I'm always going to probably put Diggs ahead of him, just one spot. That's what I'm doing. And then Robert Woods is 18th for me. So where'd you, where'd you put Woods? 20th. Okay. Yeah, 18, yes, he's had a couple good weeks. It's been very touchdown heavy with two in each game, which is that sustainable. That's a tough thing to know for sure. It, yeah. 
It, I, 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 again, I gotta see it. I guess it's the time of the year where I start to, I don't trust exactly what I'm seeing on some of these players that all of a sudden just come up and do this. Cause we've seen Robert Woods play for how many years now and he's never quite done it. And he's done two weeks in a row now where he's got two touchdowns. So is that for real? Is he the real number one option there with the Rams? I guess I think so. Putting him in the top 20, very least. But if he has one more week like that, he's going to have to border on our top 10. Yeah. And I'm more, I, I like the the yardage. I, I think he is the number one. Is he the best wide receiver? I don't know about that. But I, I don't think he's going to get two touchdowns every time. But even if he doesn't get a touchdown, I think he's a legitimate option for 100 yards. Um, and he's been getting a lot of reception. So if you're in PPR, I like him even a little bit more. Yep. Um, but the, I mean, my big thing, I would actually have him higher. I have him at 20th, but he's at Minnesota. I mean, that's a rough place for anyone. So I, I, everyone on that Rams team took a little bit of a hit this week. Otherwise, Robert Woods would have an all time high in my list. No, well, actually, this is probably an all time high anyway. <laughs> Number 10. No, I really like this. I like this middle tier wide receivers. I think there's a lot of good options in here when I keep looking at it. And okay, Larry Fitzgerald. I'm curious, where do you put Larry Fitzgerald? Because he had a really good week. Yeah, I have him at 16th. I, okay. I still like him. I, I have him. Believe in I him. have him 19th, and I keep looking. I'm like, man, I should have him higher. But then the guys I like ahead of him too, and I like guys below him. I'm just like, there's it's it's actually improved. This little middle tier of players has finally improved more. Like we thought wide receivers would be this year. That's what we thought wide receivers. There's a lot of depth here. It didn't quite work out like we thought early on, but I feel like it's starting to, and. It's good to see, especially because there's not like still there's not a sure thing number one option except for Antonio Brown right now. So it's good to see the middle tier actually stepping up a little bit. All right, any other wide receivers? We move on to tight end, finish it up. Yeah, we move on. Number one, who's number one <laughs> this week? Number it, one is Kelsey. Actually, you went Kelsey. Okay, I didn't know if you'd go when we go with Kelsey or Gronk, maybe or I mean Ertz would be the other option. I st- I stuck with Gronk, even though he's been. Good. He's been. I don't feel like Gronk is ever going to be what he was, though, in the past. Too many injuries where he's never going to be a every single week dominant player, but he's still good enough for me to be my number one every week because there's no tight ends anyway. Yeah, he's I, great. He's just not like. Right. He's not going to get you 110 yards and two touchdowns every week yeah, I mean, anymore. He, yeah. He's not repeating those ridiculous seasons that <laughs> Which, he's had. It's fine. No one can. That's a really tough thing to do. So he's still my number one. Kelsey's my number two. Zach Ertz is my number three. So I know those are your top three, probably, possibly. Oh, uh, yeah. 100%. And then number four is Evan Ingram. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> so and Evan Ingram keeps catching touchdowns. He's going to be up there every single time. And these guys, you just you plug them in. You don't worry about it. You keep playing them. Probably number five for you, I'm going to guess, is the same as mine, Jimmy Graham. Yep, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's been really good, finally getting red zone looks. He didn't have many yards last week. It wasn't many at all. I think it was 27 maybe. What, what two touchdowns? Yeah, but he's getting looked at in the red zone. That's all that matters when it comes to your tight end position is guys who are going to get red zone looks. Okay, after this, it gets a little more interesting. Maybe maybe not. Actually, number six probably not that interesting. I still stuck with Delaney Walker just because it's kind of a tried and true guy. And he's decent, not special. but Yeah, I actually had, I had Delaney at number seven. But okay. I actually snuck Jared Cook in at number six. Okay, I put Cook eight. I actually put one spot ahead of Cook. I put Charles Clay. I think after one week back, we're going to see something more from him coming back this week. Maybe. I, I'm I'm still at a wait and see. Charles yeah. Clay, I don't know what the injury did because he, he didn't really look like he did much last week. So I don't know. And I never know with that passing offense True. either. Tyrod's not been good. So I do have – I have Charles Clay at number 12. Okay. I, I don't – you know, it's pretty much do I think he's going to catch a touchdown or not. I don't. So I put a bunch of these guys that maybe we'll get a few more yards above him. But, um, yeah, so Jared Cook, six, just to round it out. Delaney at seven. 
I have Tyler Croft at eight. Uh, Cameron Brait at nine, even though that one kind of kills me, but Brait has been so wonderful all year that I'm kind of giving him a pass uh, yeah. for having the rough the rough start ever since they replaced Winston. And then I have Rudolph at 10. And none of those guys really excite me, or those last two don't excite me, but, you know, they've, they, they're just productive, right, uh, on averages at least. Yeah, I actually oh, – must say I both Brait. I kept him in my top ten. He's my number ten just because one bad week – it, I think he'll be fine. We're giving him the pass. Give him, like one, give him a one pass. My number nine is Austin Hooper. I did, I think he, he's, I think he's becoming more involved, and I'm really interested to see if that continues. Yes, I know they're on the road to Seattle. That's mm-hmm. the worry. That's where it is. But with tight end at the tight end position, I take more risk. I feel like if I don't have a top, basically at this point, if you don't have like a top five option, you take a risk. I think you can take a risk, and then Hooper is fine for me to take a risk because I don't like a lot of these other guys. Hunter Henry's my eleven. It's, you know, I, I love Hunter Henry, but you, you it's been, don't. It's been a rough year. You don't know which one's going to show up, and if they're going to look for him, he might just not be in the game plan. It yeah. just you don't quite know. Tyler Croft was my twelfth. Rudolph was my thirteenth. So there's actually playable guys now. It's it maybe the tight end position isn't maybe quite as ugly as we thought it was for a while. It's still not great, but there's it's, still it's it is, <laughs> I guess. But at least you can. There's some names you could play. I mean, and, I, I, you can go. For me, you can go. Five and you're really happy. If you go yes. seven, you're you're okay. You know, eight through twelve, you're out on a limb, and then after that, you're in no man's <laughs> land. Where you're like, dear God, catch a touchdown, otherwise I'm gonna get no points. Yeah, it's pretty much turned into five guys. Th- those yeah. top five are the guys, and it's really it's a top three with a second tier of a, of, of a two. <laughs> this show is sponsored by Five Guys. <laughs> yeah, oh, that'd, that'd be nice. Yeah, my, I love their burgers. They're quite good. So hey, Five Guys, hit us up. Um, yeah, it's it's. It's been an ugly year for the tight end position, but I think there's some hope for next year. Maybe if you got players like Hooper stepping up, maybe improving. Maybe there's like Hunter Henry. There actually is. There's there's hope for the future. Right. <laughs> where do you have Vernon Davis? Do you have him ranked anywhere? I have him at I think 16 right now. Okay, I have him at 11. He he almost made my top 10. And as crazy as that sounds, I looked at his numbers. He's and been I'm staring yeah. at him. He's been very very playable in the uh, last two weeks. You know, six, seven catches, 72 to 76 yards. Very, very good. He's really had like one one very poor week since week three, really. You know, where he had two points, but everything else has been 4.5 to 12. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I just kind of just always venture away from it. Even though I guess, yeah, if he for sure, if Jordan Reed's not out there, Vernon Davis is a good option. And probably should rank him a little higher than I have him. I'll probably revisit that as the week goes on. But I still, yeah, he's a, he's a good fill-in if you need a guy for the week. He's, you can do a lot worse than Vernon Davis at this point. I mean, I'd rather play him over, yeah, I think, what did I put him? Four, 14, I have him 14. So, obviously, I'm going to play him over Ebron. He's more consistent. Even though Ebron's caught a touchdown, it still doesn't interest me. Better than Jason Witten at this point, I think, and those kind of guys. So, yeah, he's a decent option. But I really hope... I'm happy I don't have any of these decisions. I have my two leagues. I have Travis Kelsey. I have Zach Ertz. I feel pretty good. Yeah, I, I picked uh, Ingram early on and I'm uh, just thanking myself because I was Hunter Henry heavy. Yeah. And it's been, it's been a rough go of it. So yeah, Ingram, uh, Ingram would, saved my team. Ingram was a good pick there. And hopefully people listen to us. We talked about that one a lot. We yeah, talked about Ingram quite really a bit. And you could just see the numbers were – he had those solid numbers that if he could ever add touchdowns to it, it was going to be really yeah. good. And he did. So. Pretty much as soon as OBJ went down, we're like, for the love of God, get him. There's there's not anyone to throw it to. He's <laughs> yep. got to score. All right. I think that's going to do it for wide receivers and tight ends. We'll be back. we got one more episode this week. 
what we're going to go over the Thursday night game. What do we got? Pittsburgh, Tennessee. So, I'm, yeah, can Juju, Juju do it again? Will Martavis Bryant get his stuff together? Corey Davis going to do something. Murray, will he continue on God, this, this a, binge of touchdowns? There's a lot of potential stories, or it might just be 21 to 17, and we don't really have much to yeah. talk about. And it's just Le'Veon Bell had a good game, and that's about it. And Antonio Brown, maybe that's probably what's going to happen. What, so. What's your prediction for the game? 21-17. 21-17. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh wins 21-17. That's about what my prediction is going to be. So we'll go over that and any anything else that might randomly come up, maybe some injury reports, who knows, some stuff like that. We'll talk to you guys then.